Hey guys, your friend Spencer here. We're going to talk about Larry Johnson, Dwayne Wade, their beef, and secret societies. I follow Larry Johnson on Twitter. I actually follow, follow several athletes on Twitter and uh, just try to keep up with them, see what they're doing, and uh, because for no real spiritual reason whatsoever. But uh, Larry Johnson is a guy that uh, I, I, I knew who he was when he played in the NFL and enjoyed watching him. He was one of the great running backs for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, but I followed him on Twitter and discovered this guy is into all kinds of stuff. I mean, he's he's blowing up conspiracy theories right and left. He's I mean, he's constantly attacking pedophilia rings, um, dealing with Epstein stuff. I mean, he was always into just just really far out stuff. And um, and I think some people just kind of ignored him and just told him, you know, whatever, you know, you're a crazy guy, you know, and, and, and everybody just kind of left him alone. Well, recently he went after Dwayne Wade, the star of the Miami Heat basketball team, and he made the comment that that Dwayne Wade's son is being sacrificed to devils so that Dwayne Wade could stay in the Freemasons. Now, let me just uh, flip my screen here and show you this article. This is from the DailySnark.com. Uh, Ex-NFL -run running back Larry Johnson says Dwayne Wade is a Freemason sacrificing his gay son to the devil. Now, that that is out there. And uh, But I want to surprise you and tell you that I don't think Larry Johnson is as far out there as people are saying. Uh, now, let's just get into this. I want to show you this article, read it to you a little bit here. Um, Gabriel Union shared a photo of w the Wade family on Thanksgiving, and many were quick to condemn uh, Dwayne's son and Dwayne's parenting of a son. Now, this is Larry Johnson right here on the right. You see Dwayne Wade on the left. Now, I want you to notice this. I'm going to show this to you. Okay, this is Dwayne Wade's family. He's got... Uh, 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 so, you know, two kids there. I think the lady on the the right is his wife, I believe. It's either his wife or his daughter, something like that. I don't I don't know the relation there. But this kid in the very middle, that's his son. And let me let me pull that forward for you just a little bit. Uh, that is a 12 year old boy that is dressed up like uh, a whatever. I uh, if you notice there, he's got nails and got uh, you know a short kind of a halter top looking shirt on and um, and there's something really uh, just different about that uh, and uh, apparently if, if you go through and read the article uh, Wade has uh, said that his son has come out his son's name is Zion uh, has come out as homosexual and he's only 12 years old uh, the article says here Zion the former NBA star's youngest boy recently came out as homosexual to the full support of Wade and Union even taking him to a pride festival in Miami earlier this year in the photo Zion is wearing a nail polished crop top shirt which fell under criticism for many people one of the one of who including the former NFL running back Larry Johnson now like I showed you I follow Larry Johnson on Twitter uh, he has said some interesting things it's, it's, uh, it's his take has always been pretty wild to me uh, but as you can notice that there he is right there and uh, the first picture he's got there is some Fox News equals 666 and the all-seeing eye and stuff like that so he's he just eat up with uh, stuff like this uh, he's also he even calls out uh, Elon Musk saying that Elon Musk is in a secret society and he says that the owl there um, about I think I guess it has to do with Tesla the company um, and he, he's talking about Man, he just says that like Elon Musk is a part of sacrificing children. Just, just way out there stuff. Um, and that's just a tweet, just an example of the stuff that Larry Johnson tweets all the time. Okay, well, this is the tweet that Larry Johnson tweeted about 
Dwayne Wade's son. He said, I didn't see that the issue with Wade's family photo was all about his Twitter AVI is him symbolically standing with his hands in a pyramid. Freemasons believe in sacrificing a child or their child to the doctrines of demons doing what he's told for worldly wealth. Now, um, Dwayne Wade responded on Twitter with uh, this response talking about Johnson. And he says, uh, and Johnson and others, he said, I've seen some posts Thanksgiving hate on my social about my family photo. Stupidity is part of this world we live in, so I get it. But here's the thing. I've been chosen to lead my family, not y'all. So we will continue to be us and support each other with pride, love, and a smile. So uh, that is, it's just bizarre that uh, this child, 12 years old, is, is, you know, claiming to be an open homosexual. And uh, to me, that, that, that is, um, that's very interesting that, that kids, a 12-year-old is saying that he's an open homosexual. There's something bizarre about that. And, um... And everybody's saying, you know, hey, you know, Johnson is stepping over the line saying that he's sacrificing him to a devil and stuff like that. But I don't, I, I here's what I'm going to tell you. Larry Johnson, I, I don't agree with everything he says, but when it comes to this and the secret societies and the things that he is, is trying to bust and trying to blow up and using his influ influence to expose, I don't think he's as far off as everybody thinks he is, okay? And I want to explain to you why. Secret societies have been around forever. They've been, I mean, since the beginning of time. Um, and their motivation is always the same. They always want to try to find some secret or hidden knowledge. They always want to be a part of, of knowing things that you don't know. Uh, they always want to be the elite of society. As a matter of fact, this philosophy came to be in the Garden of Eden when Satan said to Eve, said, Yea, hath God said. And he basically was telling her, you know, there's, there's, some, there's a hidden knowledge beyond what you have that God doesn't want you to have. And I can give that to you. And, and really, that has been the M.O. of secret societies. And so when Larry Johnson says that, you know, to that, that there are secret societies and he posts pictures of the symbolism and the things that are going on, um, there, there is something to that. Secret societies exist. Uh, one of the most famous secret societies is the Masonic Lodge. And uh, Dwayne Wade's father apparently is a, is a member of the Masonic Lodge. Now I've known a few Masons in my life, and let me just say that that is that is a that is a scary organization. Looking looking through the eyes of Christianity into that organization, that is a scary thing. I would never have anything to do with the Masonic Lodge or nothing like that. I would never touch it, and I would admonish you never to be a part of anything like that ever ever in your life. Um, also, there is something called the Skull and Bones. Now, President. Dor George H. Bush was a member of the Skull and Bones. Prescott Bush, Bush was, and George W. Bush was a member of the Skull and Bones. As a matter of fact, uh, Senator Kerry, John Kerry, was a member of the Skull and Bones, which is a secret society out of Yale. And all of those Ivy League schools have their secret societies, and uh, and they they watch out for each other, they cover each other. Um, if you join the Masonic Lodge, doesn't matter where you live in in the United States of America, you'll always have a job. You'll never go out of work. Uh, You'll always be taken care of by other Masons. And, um, and really, these societies, they take care of themselves. Now, um, when I was in uh, Bible college in Tennessee, I actually um, 
I actually worked at a car lot for a long time. I worked for a car lot for two years. I actually worked in the back as a guy who washed the cars. And then on the weekends, they'd bring me forward on Saturday and ask me to go sell cars. And so I'd try to get out there and sell cars and smile and try to help folks show them what they wanted and stuff like that. It was real hard to make money as an honest car salesman, especially a used car salesman, okay? And... Uh, but I noticed that there was a lot of guys coming in and they had this symbol on the back of their car. And, uh, and it, was, it was a G with the, uh, with the triangles that were doing like this on there. And uh, it, it looked something like that on, on, the, uh, on the car they were doing. There was a G in the middle. And all of them were talking to this one particular car salesman named Ray. And uh, I'd, I'd go up and help them and, and say, hey, can we help you today? And they'd just say, is Ray here? And after a while, I mean, he was the top salesman there at the car dealership there in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. And, um, and man, everybody who had that symbol on their car wanted to talk to Ray. And I asked him about that. I said, why is that? And he said, and the, the guy told me, he said, well, Ray's a Mason. And, and Masons only buy cars from other Masons. And I thought, well, what in the world? Why is what is that all about? And then, uh, and then I found out that actually two or three of the salesmen there were Masons as well, and and Ray had got them into the Masonic Lodge. And uh, I started reading up on that, and I realized that this this was started by Albert Pike. He was a Confederate officer. Um, Albert Pike is actually buried up in Washington, D.C. Albert Pike uh, was a Luciferian. Albert Pike is on record, you can Google it yourself, saying that Lucifer is God. And basically he believes that, you know, God was wrong. God was morally wrong in what he did to Lucifer in Isaiah chapter 14. And so therefore, Lucifer really is the one who had it right the whole time. God was wrong. And so we're going to worship Lucifer. And that's, that's, the, that's what Albert Pike believed. And Albert Pike started... Freemasonry, and uh, matter of fact, there's a lot of symbolism even in Washington D.C. Matter of fact, the uh, the all-seeing eye on of the pyramid is actually on the back of your dollar bill, and it, a lot of those symbols are, are uh, woven into your American currency and American uh, uh, politics. There's actually, um, as a matter of fact, Larry Johnson had a picture of it right here. I'll just show you here on his Twitter page if I can pull it up. Yeah, right there. Um, Larry Johnson is showing you how that the Washington D.C. is uh, is somehow you know involved with a you know uh, Masonic setup there as far as the design of these of the uh, the layout of the city there. So I mean th there is something to this. This this is a part of history. This is something that is real. The Masonic Lodge does does exist now. Um, I want to tell you that, that actually Ray actually took and actually made so much money as a car salesman, he actually bought his own uh, Ford dealer out there in Clinton, Tennessee. And uh, I won't tell you his last name, but uh, that's that's basically it's. And it, the reason he's done that is because he's a Mason, and these Masons they take care of each other. They have their rings, they have their handshakes, they have their own secret society, and it's very dangerous stuff. Very predominant, uh, especially in the American South where I grew up. Uh, but I want to say that um, that Masonic, the Masonic Lodge. And trying to be a Christian and a member of the Masonic Lodge at the same time, it's going to be impossible to do because 
when you join the Masonic Lodge, that, that takes precedence over everything. That is the top of your life. You cannot even put the local church over the Masonic Lodge. So uh, if you're going to join the Masonic Lodge, you cannot really be a Christian at all. You can't be a Christian, especially you can't be the Christian that God wants you to be, that the Bible commands you to be, because you are not allowed to make the, the Lodge second to anything in your life, even the local church. And I know that a lot of Masons will deny that, but they're lying to you. They, you are, you are a member of the lodge before you're anything else. Before you're a husband, before you're an employee, before you're a father, you are a member of that lodge. That lodge takes number one place in your life. Now we had a guy here uh, in our town, here in Kentucky. Um, got to know him, got to working out with him. I, I try to go to the gym, try to stay in shape, and I, I, um, I, I went out there was got to know this guy and we were got to be good friends and we we're talking for a while and i invited him to church and him and uh, another church member of ours we brought him to church and he came and he ended up hearing the preaching i started witnessing to the guy we went out to eat got to be got to be pretty good friends and i finally was able to give him the gospel one day i told him about the lord and told him how jesus died to save him and he got real nervous when i was talking to him and i said well what is your deal why why are you so nervous and he said i, I said don't you want to receive christ as your savior don't you want to take god's plea bargain don't you want to uh, be born again and he said he I mean, just he just was so nervous he kept saying you know you know i can't do that and i said well, what do you mean i know you can't do that what are you talking about and he says you know that i can't do that and i said why why can't you receive christ as your savior and he goes he, he said don't you know that i'm a mason and i said what's that got to do with you being saved and he goes, well, man, we're not allowed to commit to anything else. He said, you know, you're in the lodge or you're, or you're, or you're not. There's no in-between. You can't be anything else. And I said, so you're willing to die and go to hell and reject the gospel because of the Masonic Lodge. And he said, no, I don't see it that way. He said, I, he just, he said I, I'm just, I'm a Mason, and that's what I am, and that's what I, uh, that, you know, I just, I just can't be a part of anything else. And I just said, and I tried to work with him, tried to talk to him, but he never could in his mind overcome the Masonic order so that he could become a Christian. And in their mind, you can't be both. You cannot be both. Now, I, I have hit the Southern Baptist Church so many times in my YouTube channel. Uh, the Southern Baptist denomination are not Baptists, and uh, they're evangelicals, left-wing evangelicals that are going into modernism in a hurry, and they're borrowing the word Baptist. These are not true Baptist people. Uh, maybe the founders of the convention were true Baptist people, but uh, the convention today has been hijacked, and that's why I'm telling folks to get out of it, okay? The Masonic Lo Lodge, the Masonic Lodge, has so infiltrated the Southern Baptist Convention that it is ridiculous. I challenge you, if you're a member of a Southern Baptist Church, I challenge you to walk up and down the parking lot while service is being done and see how many of those little symbols are on the cars out in the parking lot. That may surprise you. And by the way, those symbols are the crescent moon and the 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 uh, the G with the triangle over it, and uh, all you'll know it when you see it. Uh, there's a star there, and all all that stuff is so demonic looking. It's so sick to see all that stuff. But the average Southern Baptist Church is just eat up with Masons. You go look at their big rings. They got that ring on their right finger that has that G with the with the uh, I forget what that's called. 
but it has the Masonic symbol on there, okay? These people are in a secret society, and they have allowed that secret society to overtake the local church. Now, they may go to church, but the truth is their true loyalty is not to that church or to the Lord, is to that secret society. So it's very dangerous uh, for you to be a part of that. Now, I want to point this out to you. This is something else that's on Twitter, and I just we're talking about secret societies here. Um, the FBI has a Twitter page that I think everybody needs to go see every now and then, and it's the FBI Records Vault. And uh, what they do is they actually every you know a couple years the statute of limitations uh, is runs out on these things, and they just dump all the data into the public. And uh, they did one on something called the Finders. Now this was back in the 80s, 1987 is uh, when a lot of these uh, these records were dated. And uh, this is the FBI Records Vault's website, and you click on this, and you can actually look at it's all public. There there is so much information here about the Finders and the Finders cult. Now um, you know you're free to go through this at, at your leisure. I'm not sure how many pages there are here, but there is just an unbelievable amount of information uh, here on this page. But the Finders cult is something that they found in Florida, and what the, uh, the police were tipped off whenever uh, a bunch of kids were found playing in the park, and the kids looked like they had just crawled out of a dumpster. They were in terrible shape, and there was two clean, well-dressed men that were watching these kids, and there were like five or seven kids out, and they just just dumpy-looking kids. So somebody called the cops and said, it just looks funny. And so they went, they investigated these kids, and they found out that these two men had put these kids in a van and allowed them to go play, and they were actually taking, they said they were taking them to Mexico for a school for the gifted. And they said, all these kids, man, they're just so smart, and they're gifted, so we're transporting them from D.C. down to Florida into Mexico so that they can go to a school for the gifted. Well, the, the police got to do some digging and made some calls up to D.C., and uh, turns out this was a child trafficking ring called the Finders, and uh, it really is a bizarre story. And these people were trafficking children to use in demonic rituals, including, you know, there was all kinds of perversion things that were going on. And uh, they found, they found when they got to digging and finding in these people what they were doing and what they were into, these kids were doing the most bizarre things, using the kids to kill goats. I mean, you're talking about the creepiest way out there stuff you can think of. This this cult was doing this, and they were snatching kids. It, it is the most horrible thing you could ever think of. But it was a secret society that was doing things in secret and exploring Satanism and all that kind of stuff. And the point that I'm trying to make to you, ladies and gentlemen, is that these groups exist. This is not some crazy, far-out-there conspiracy. I mean, Larry Johnson, he's saying that these... that. Dwayne Wade sacrificed his son to, you know, his gay son to these devils. Um, although, you know, he may lack some tact in saying that. Um, and truth is, we, we don't know if that's what Dwayne Wade's doing. I, I, I mean, I, I don't like the situation there with Dwayne Wade. Uh, but the fact still remains that people have done this before. People have done this before. Um, matter of fact, I, I just read a uh, saw a video the other day where they said that John Travolta, his son, died, and they, and they accused him of doing that. And just way out there stuff, way out there stuff, and uh, I don't I don't even like to talk about that kind of stuff really. But these societies exist. 
they are real. This is not conspiracy talk. But there are secret groups who exist who are doing wild things with people, children, and, uh, and terrible things like that. Now, uh, the big one recently was Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein was the, uh, the man who ran an island, and what he would do is he would bring very powerful political leaders out there, celebrities, movie stars, athletes, all kinds of stuff out to an island, and, uh, and he apparently had access to all these young girls, and he would allow the these political leaders to you know go off and do whatever with these girls, and he'd record it and he'd blackmail them, and that's how he made his money. And so uh, Jeffrey Epstein, you know, listen, he he was the biggest pedophile ring runner in the world. He did that, and um, and I mean, you know, used to be that was a conspiracy talk, but now Jeffrey Epstein came out and is now out in the open, and uh, you know. It's real. The days of worldwide pedophile rings being just a conspiracy theory that Alex Jones was talking about, those days are over. Those days are gone forever. This stuff is now real. It is in your face. It is happening day in and day out. And so maybe what Larry Johnson said lacks some tact, but what he's saying is not entirely wrong. Okay? Him saying that this stuff is happening is factual. This stuff goes on. And by the way, let me just say, Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. This, that is a, that's a lie. I mean, the, the man was murdered. And, and, you know, when they went to the house, they found out that, you know, the Clintons, there's a, pic, there's a picture of Bill Clinton in a dress up on the wall. I just, I mean, how much weirder can it get, ladies and gentlemen? How much stranger can it be? I mean, we're, we're way out there in crazy town now. But then, you know, Donald Trump tweeted something, and the mainstream media just flushed all that Jeffrey Epstein stuff down the toilet. Now, you know, we're talking about impeachment now. Uh, I think I think the society is being engineered, and, and the news media is manipulating society to deflect attention away from that. And there's no way that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself in that cell. So he was killed to protect the identities of those who are involved in this stuff. But, but we know you're real. We know you're there. Uh, the FBI is dumping uh, stuff on secret societies that did this back in the 80s, and you guys are still around. We know you are. Matter of fact, even the Bible talks about stuff uh, like this. Uh, I want to show you this in the book of Revelation, uh, chapter number 18. I want to adjust my screen so you can see this a little bit. Uh, Revelation chapter number 18 talks about Babylon and the fall of Babylon. And um, it says here in verse number 13, um, and I want you to see this because this is this is something that's really interesting to see um, that God, you know, God called it all along. He talked about all the things that Babylon had to offer, and it says cinnamon odors, ointments, frankincense, wine, oil, fine flour, and wheat, and beasts, and sheep, horses, and slaves, and the souls of men. Let me just pull that in there for you. Uh, the Bible says that that Babylon will be guilty of trading all these things, slaves and the souls of men. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Bible refers to human trafficking long time ago before you and I ever came on the scene. And so, um, you know, even the Bible gives attention to this type of stuff, the human trafficking and things that are out there. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know this is a wicked, wicked world that you and I live in. This is a horrible place. There is no way to fix it. Uh, the only thing that's going to fix it is when Jesus comes back and rules with a rod of iron. Okay, a one-world government is forming. 
Secret societies are real. There are evil people in very high places in this world that are doing unspeakable things to people in societies. Uh, but the good news is, you know, we're, we're, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty. And we're, we're, we're fighting spiritual wickedness in high places. That's what the Bible says. And, uh, and so, as a matter of fact, I believe that's in the book of Ephesians with the whole armor of God. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through the uh, pulling down of strongholds. And so we're, we're fighting spiritual wickedness in high places. Uh, but I got good news for you, ladies and gentlemen. There's going to come a day where all this is going to come to an end. And these people will not be able to hurt anyone anymore. These people will, glory to God, these people will serve justice and face God for what they've done. And so, ladies and gentlemen, this is a, a horrible, horrible thing to be involved in. And uh, But these secret societies exist. They exist and they're real. And uh, you got to be careful. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we love you. God bless you. Praying for, for you. And uh, pray for us. And uh, subscribe to our channel. We love you guys. Thank you very much.